From our studios in North Florida, it's in black and white. And now your host, the baby-faced assassin of freedom, Jerry Brooks. All right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, patriots of all ages, welcome to another fun-filled week of podcasting adventures here on In Black and Right, the new definition of color commentary. As always, I am not just the baby-faced assassin, but your host and your tour guide, through the whacked-out, wackadoodle world of Joe Biden's America, the mainstream media, and just the left in general. Well, I hope you all had yourselves a good weekend. And uh, (laughs) before we kind of get into today's fun, uh, last night I was attending uh, a group, uh, uh, just a nice little intimate group of friends, a home group from church, And it's really funny because one of the gentlemen there, very nice guy, uh, but he was asking me, well, now that the the election is over, uh, you're going to need new subjects. And I said, nope, I don't. I learned a very important lesson from the late, great Rush Limbaugh. Uh, I don't remember precisely what I told him, but I simply told him, uh, along and, and this is a paraphrase that it's not going to matter uh, if there's an election or not. There's still going to be plenty of news and plenty of topics to cover, and I don't I don't expect any type of a slowdown just because 2023 is an off year. So it was kind of interesting uh, to kind of share that, and he he looked at me kind of like, hmm, well, yeah. That's true. I mean, there's still going to be plenty of news to report. And now that we are just weeks away from a brand new Republican majority, at least in the House, uh, yeah, this is going to be interesting. But let's not skip ahead in the script. We still have tomorrow the runoff in Georgia between Raphael Warnock and Herschel Walker. Now, for my wonderful friends in the great state of Georgia, this is not the time to get all upset over what happened during the midterms. Herschel Walker needs to be that 50th seat. And for the Trump supporters, for MAGA folks, America First, whatever banner uh, you're under, you if you did not vote early then you better make sure that you get out and vote tomorrow. Now, yeah, some of the, uh, some it's not exactly the world's greatest weather. That's true. It's a little bit inclement in parts of the state, but that cannot be an excuse to stay home. It cannot. A 50-50 Senate is what is needed because it keeps people like Joe Manchin in check, Kirsten Cinema in check, and it's going to be even inter- more interesting because next in 2024, the next go round of the 33 seats that are up, 24 of those seats are going to be Democrats, and people like Joe Manchin and Kirsten Cinema and John Tester, who are Democrats in 
red states. This cannot help. This cannot this cannot help because if they're wanting to run for re-election in those states, they're going to have to get their act together. And the best way to help do that is get Herschel Walker as the 50th senator. And it's neat. He is very much needed. Now, I know there are some people who are still kind of uh, in that sort of, well, I'm going to take my ball and go home. And my, well, apparently my vote doesn't count. That type of fatalism means two things. One, you're not, you're kind of a fair weather fighter. And number two, it means that the Democrats, the mainstream media, they, it's just, you're putting another notch in their belt by submitting yourself to this sort of fatalism. It's, I mean, it's, yes, Arizona is also still going to be a big state because this week they're going to certify the election in spite of racist Katie Hobbs and her lawfare buddy, Mark Elias, essentially telling certain counties like Cochise County, Mojave County, and maybe a couple of others that you better certify or my election or I will destroy you. I mean, this is no better than the Emperor Palpatine from Star Wars. I mean, except in her case, you know, she's wearing a dress. I mean, but this is the type of thing that Joe Biden happened with Biden. He just stayed in his basement. The media covered for him. And Katie Hobbs, as racist and cowardly as she is, she never debated Carrie Lake on any issue. She just said, nope, 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 nope. My media friends and the Uniparty uh, Republicans, especially the McCainiacs, will cover for me. And this, and, and frankly, you know, the, the so-called Republicans who are devotees of John McCain, uh, y'all are sick and twisted, and boy, you got enough to deal with. And that's not, and it's going to really suck to be you. Maybe not now, but down the road, oh yes, it will. Because if you're going to pull off this type, this level of incompetence, and I mean incompetence, and screwing the pooch so bad, Dog breeders all over the country are in tears. So, yeah, Arizona. It's like, and it's it's not over. It's not over by a long shot, because once these, uh, once it's certified by uh, racist Katie Hobbs and Bernovich, the attorney general, and do nothing Doug Ducey, who's about to give one last screw to the people of Arizona. By certifying this thing, I'm like, okay, I don't know what Arizona's going to do, but it's going to be real interesting to try and see Katie Hobbs govern with that cloud over her head. Now, the mainstream media, the Phoenix media, the Tucson media, and all the and the Arizona Republic, now they'll pro happily provide cover, and you know they'll call these. You know, they'll use the election deniers and all that. When these people, like the Maricopa County Board of Elections and the mainstream media, are nothing more than election fraud enablers. Hmm, how you like that one? So pretty much sit down, have a Coke and a smile, and shut up.
Nobody in their right mind in the state of Arizona believes that Katie Hobbs won the election. But because you can't challenge the election until it is certified, now it's up to the cowardly judiciary who either are nothing more than democrats with black robes and they'll find whatever excuse they can to not push the case forward in spite of the humongous amounts of evidence i mean humongous i mean we're talking hundreds of thousands of disenfranchised voters voter suppression uh the in thorough incompetence of these all of these machines all of a sudden at least half of them going down in republican precincts and these are usually carry lake voters i mean if you can't call it malfeasance you've certainly got a hell of a lot of coincidences a lot of them so yeah i'm i'm not giving up on arizona no but the more immediate problem is georgia Let's get it done, Georgia. Get her done. And by tomorrow night, before, say, the 11 o'clock news, we will they will now be able to say that uh, Herschel Walker is now the new senator from the state of Georgia. That's what the immediate problem is. Arizona is next on the list. Carrie Lake and her attorneys, in spite of the threats from judges which is like, whatever. Yeah, they're ready to go. They've got lawsuits ready. The candidates have stuff ready. You have these county officials like Cochise, Mojave County, who aren't particularly thrilled about being told. I mean, we even had the somewhat famous uh, admission by a Mojave County uh, Board of Supervisors that... He had to vote to certify, other, and he did it under duress because of a threat of being uh, charged with a felony. So, yeah, Arizona, you're setting yourself up for a very ugly situation. And if this travesty is allowed to be perpetrated, then a pox on Arizona, a curse on them i mean yeah i know well you shouldn't say that you shouldn't say that that's not very christian well i don't know what else is i really don't know what else is you know i'm not looking to be christ-like in this case i'm looking for right righteousness because the people of arizona and far too many of them were screwed majorly screwed not just in maricopa county but apparently it had an effect on other counties. And now, because of bullies like Katie, racist Katie Hobbs, and yeah, I'm like, you know, well, why are you calling her racist Katie Hobbs? Well, she is. She's twice convicted of being a racist. And, but apparently, because she's a Democrat, being a racist is no problem so long as she stays with the program. Yay, happy. But I don't really care. I don't live in Arizona anymore, but I do feel badly for my many wonderful friends who do. I really do. And it's sad that they have to go through this because 
well, their government and their election system is corrupt to the core. I mean, seriously. And they will do whatever they have to to screw anybody who was a Kerry Lake supporter or Trump supporter or America First. Arizona is a red state. It's a red state. Now, because all of these Yahoo Democrats all of a sudden won these seats, no, it is not Arizona turning blue. It's Arizona being corrupted and the voters shafted in order for it to turn blue. So, yeah, this is going to be ugly. It's not over yet, but folks in Arizona don't, and, that, and we do have listeners there, don't quit. Do not quit because it's worth fighting for. Election integrity is worth fighting for. And if the Republican Party of Arizona or the National Party for the incoming majority that's coming in uh, in January, if you don't deal with this, you people, it's not, and I've said this before, it's not going to matter if Trump is the nominee in 2024 or if it's DeSantis or anybody else. You will get screwed by states like Arizona, Pennsylvania, Michigan, Wisconsin, all blue states, and they will do whatever they have to to win. And that's the difference between Democrats and Republicans and a few Republicrats who are part of the Uniparty. So, no. So keep fighting Arizona. Georgia, get her done. Get Herschel Walker into the Senate. So, yes. So that's kind of my uh, semi-rant for this part of the show. But, <clears throat> excuse me. But, yes, my friends, we're, we're not going to be, <laughs> we're not going to be lacking for stories. We're not. So for those who might think that just because the election's over, uh, we're fine, uh-uh. It's, this is the preliminaries because when we get through the lame duck session right now, which is a few weeks away, and I guarantee you there are going to be things that Democrats are going to be pushing and they're going to be pushing hard while Pelosi and her crew are still running the joint. And this is now time for Kevin McCarthy and the Republicans so let's see how tough you really are, Kevin McCarthy. If you want to be speaker, then you better do more than talk tough. Because the majority of the majority that's coming in, uh, in January, these are America First MAGA candidates. And I know the Freedom Caucus and other people, y'all hate them. Y'all totally hate them. The Uniparty hates them. But you're still going to have to deal with them in the House. You have to deal with them, whether you like it or not. And if you really want to stay Speaker, if should you become Speaker, uh, Kevin McCarthy, you better, you better have some steel in your spine and some stones. Because if you're looking like Paul Ryan, who is probably one of the worst Republicrats, he's uniparty to the core. And the and the biggest reason I know this, it came from Cash Patel himself 
in an interview earlier today when he said that Paul Ryan, the Speaker of the House at the time of the Russiagate investigation, which Cash Patel was a part of, Paul Ryan received <coughs> excuse me, received a copy of the Steele dossier six months before it was exposed to the world. Six months, folks. Six months. That's crazy. That is absolutely crazy. He knew before the world knew. And the 51 supposed intelligence officials, lying sacks of crap that they are, they knew it they knew they were lying. Biden knew he was lying. Everybody with half a brain could figure out Biden was lying. He was big time lying. He knew that the laptop was true. He knew about it. The FBI had the dang thing for three years since December of 2019. Rudy Giuliani has a copy of the hard drive. He got it directly from the owner of the computer shop back in Delaware before the FBI threatened him and pretty much had to, uh, he had to close up this shop and, and, and move somewhere else. So yes, we've got liars all over the place and it's difficult to keep track of them without some kind of a scorecard. And frankly, the fact that they did this, unless you're going to, and, and I'd love to see if they actually have the stones to do this. The new Congress doesn't give the intelligence community a dime until the security clearances of these 51 lying SOBs and traitors are removed. Uh, also, any there, uh, McCarthy's talking about no defense bill moves forward until the vaccine mandate for those who are serving our country is removed. Now, I don't care about, you know, silly Mark Milley, the, woke, the most woke piece of crap to be ever share the Joint Chiefs, and and I don't care about Lloyd Austin. I don't care that he's black. He's an idiot. A full-blown freaking woke idiot along with Millie. No. What you did to our nation's fighting men and women is disgusting. It's vile. And y'all are cowards and vile for doing it. Instead of making our military combat ready, we want to make them woke ready I'm like that is stupid and every single veteran I know believes the same way it's stupid it's not what our military is meant for they're meant to learn how to fight enemies blow stuff up not about CRT and white rage and, and all this other stuff I'm like oh my god I mean, I didn't serve in the armed forces, but man, I don't know of anybody who would want to right now, given this bunch of yahoos who are running the place right into the ground and with and our national defense with it. Oh, anyway, uh, 
Oh dear, <laughs> oh dear, I was so angry and so into this rant, I forgot. You know, if you want to send us email, any kind of questions or comments, you can send it to inblackandright at gmail.com. Also, you can check out our website, inblackandright.net. Uh, we're going to be doing a lot more. Uh, I know I'm going to be pretty busy in burning the midnight oil uh, tonight, uh, updating some of the stories that are going on. But, oh, man, oh, man. Ugh. Some other things that are in the news that have gotten me more in, that have got me incredibly interested. Uh, just kind of off the cuff. Now, starting here in my be our beautiful headquarters here in Florida, um, apparently the incredibly supermajority that exists in the Florida legislature, some of them are. Some of them are considering, uh, and the, here's the headline from Just the News, Florida Moles undoing the law that revoked Disney's self-governing after woke feud with DeSantis. Now, Disney is a mess. It's been a mess for a long time. The old Chapek, the old CEO, obviously didn't understand that if you're going to mess with Big Daddy DeSantis, the bull, you're going to get his horns. And his horns are very big and very powerful. And essentially, yeah, you got you got gored. And you bled out. So, so this whole thing with this feud going on that Disney started... Now, keep in mind, Disney started this down with Disney World in Orlando that they lied about the Parental Rights Act, the Don't Stay Gay Bill. You lying sacks of crap from Disney, from the corporate media, uh, other celebrities, and somehow you're going, you thought mistakenly that you could push around the nation's most popular and probably most powerful and influential governor. <laughs> I, I, I'll laugh at that one. I will totally laugh at that one because you fools, you were absolutely foolish. You lied. You tried to intimidate. And DeSantis said, okay, you want to mess with me? Fine. We're going to take away your self-governing status. And now, all of a sudden, after months of Disney stock hemorrhaging, uh, they're not doing all that well. Their uh, Disney Plus subscriptions, because they refuse to give up on this whole woke business, they're not doing well. And these Disney films that have lead characters that are gay or lesbian, have been utter flops at the box office. Utter flops. So, now all of a sudden, here comes Disney thinking, oh, dang, we gotta fix this. And so now, they kicked out uh, their old CEO and brought back, well, they kicked out their CEO and brought back their old CEO, Bob Iger. And to somehow... You know, hey, you know, we need some help here. 
it's you know because Disney is a big company, at least it was, and they needed that money. It's like mm mm. No, no, no. If the Republicans in this next legislative session, House and or Senate, wants to try to withdraw this and DeSantis would sign it, uh-uh. No, no, no. There would be a lot of ticked-off Floridians who voted for DeSantis, and it's going to hurt him. It's really going to hurt him, at least here in Florida, because all these people are like, oh, DeSantis 2024, but then it's like he... Let's Disney off the hook, considering that he's been one who's championed conservative values, family values. I mean, my goodness, he signed the bill, the parental rights bill, not the downside gay bill. I mean, that was wimpy. It was disgusting. And Disney understood now, and it's coming to the very painful understanding that Pissing off DeSantis is not a good idea. Hello? So now they're like, well, we need to fix this. It's like, you're dang right you do. But the problem is, you're not going to give up the whole grooming thing. You're, you're going to keep pushing the same agenda. That's woke. That's messed up. It's very anti-kid and anti-family values. The things that Walt Disney built his empire on. So, uh, no. No, no, and no. There will be no chance that Governor DeSantis will renege on making y'all hurt. Now, this is up to you, Disney, as a business, to figure this out and to be much more corporately responsible. But the second you start going into, you know, telling Floridians and Florida families that, well, they're just mean people because they're, you know, they hate gays, they hate, it's like, no. They don't hate LGBT. They just don't like LBGT values rammed down their freaking throats. I mean, hello? That's one that definitely makes me uh, wonder. So I don't think that's going to be happening anytime soon. Uh, but on another front, the state of Texas, beautiful people in the Lone Star State, got a lot of friends there, love you guys, and I'd love to come back, uh, and probably do shows there, you know, maybe kind of take a tour of the Lone Star State again. Um, anyway, another great story, uh, in immigration, illegal immigration is still a big story. Now, after Greg Abbott won uh, re-election as governor, he essentially said that he was going to declare an invasion at the border. I don't know exactly what he has done, and Texans need to keep him to his word, but now another great story, just the news. Seven more Texas counties are expressing support for declaring an invasion at the border, which now makes the grand total of 40. Four zero. Texas counties want real action on the border. 40 of them. Wow. I mean, that's almost the whole state. So if Abbott 
wants to be like a uniparty governor and kind of be okay with the folks. You know, we, uh, we want the, uh, you know, have all this, this cheap labor coming across the border and so forth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You got 40 counties, 4-0, who are pretty much telling you, Governor Abbott, you better get with the program and actually start doing something instead of lip service. That's pretty sad, folks. But immigration is still a huge issue, even after the midterms. And now if you have racist Katie Hobbs in Arizona pulling off the steel of the steel of the 2020s, yeah, those containers that Ducey put up, they're going to be removed. It's going to be open borders. It's going to be a free-for-all down at the border of Arizona, in Yuma, in other places for all the county sheriffs. It's just going to be nuts. It's going to absolutely be nuts. Even worse than it already is. With the trafficking, human trafficking, sex trafficking, the fentanyl, everything. And yes, and you'll have racist Katie Hobbs and the Democrats to thank for it, Arizona. Consider this. Okay? Just consider this. If it's Texas and Arizona, if we lose it there, we're done. We're absolutely done as a country. Because if you don't have people who are actually going to protect the border, because that's why Carrie Lake is so hated even by the Uniparty. They, they're hated. They hate her. They want to stop her at all costs because they know she's going to take care of the border. She's going to get stuff done. And that's what scares the Uniparty. Uh, the, de- the Democrats, the mainstream media, the regional media there in Arizona, and the McCainiacs, who sadly are still around. So, Doug Ducey, just remember, if you're going to try and run in 2024... Uh, they're going to remember you. The Arizonans are going to remember you, and you will probably be primaried. And I sincerely hope your bid to come into the U.S. Senate or anywhere else pretty much goes down in flames because you brought it on yourself. And that's the thing that people don't seem to like. It's like, well, you can't be that way. It's like, uh, yes, I can. Yes, I did. What are you going to do about it? So, yeah. We got a lot going on today. And the next 24 hours is going to be very indicative of a lot of the direction this country's going. Not just for 2023, but for 2024. So it's going to be really interesting to watch. So uh, with that in mind, folks, I think we'll just simply call it a day. We we will be back tomorrow for sure. Uh, you, you can find our audio podcast on any podcast platform we're on spotify we're on apple Podcasts. wherever you get your podcast you can find us uh tell your friends subscribe follow us we're also on multiple free speech uh, social media platforms including truth social getter rumble parlor and uh true patriot network where we also do some uh, some live streaming work. And we're also on Locals. So, anyway, folks. Uh, 
It's only Monday, but it's going to be one heck of a week to be sure. So I simply say, have yourself a good one. Take care of yourselves today. Uh, have yourself a good holiday. And remember, Georgia, get her done. So I'll see y'all tomorrow. And remember, Patriots come in all colors.